Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome to The Undrafted, and thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Roman Kokioko, and uh, I actually don't have my co-host with me. He's a little busy with work and stuff um, lately. Um, you know, he just got called back. Uh, we were both on furlough for a minute, so I'm still on furlough, so I'm going to be doing a couple episodes by myself. And what I'm going to be doing over the next couple of weeks is uh, kind of just reviewing the 2019-2020 season for different teams. Um, this this episode today, I'm going to be talking about my favorite team, the Golden State Warriors. Um, and then the next couple of episodes, I'm actually going to split the episodes up into three parts. Uh, or, or three teams per episode. Uh, I'll do like 10 minutes per team or like maybe 15 minutes per team. Um, but yeah, the only reason I'm giving Golden State their own episode <laughs> is because you know I'm a little biased. Just kidding, I'm not biased. I love I love basketball, but Golden State's my team, and uh, I just want to you know talk about them a little bit today. Um, but with me doing that, um, uh, I know there's gonna be hell of people that's just, oh he's just a Golden State Warriors fan oh he's just a bandwagon fan like nah I'm not a bandwagon fan I've been a Golden State Warriors fan my whole life uh, but let's let's get straight into it um, so obviously as as you guys know Steph Curry Draymond Green and Klay Thompson were all injured uh, or not. Uh, I think Draymond Green was a little healthier, but he did have some injuries this year. He did sit out a couple games. Uh, Steph Curry obviously broke his hand late third game in the season um, and then came back for, like, the last two games before it got canceled due to COVID. Uh, Clay Thompson tore his ACL, so he was out the season. Um, so this year, the 2019-2020 season was really about um, – their rehab. It was about their rehab, you know, getting them some rest. And it was also about player development. Um, we were able to see a lot of young guys develop on this team in the championship culture. Um, so we got to see them literally improve over the year. Um, I think the player that improved the most, in my opinion, was Jordan Poole. Um, he was struggling at the beginning of the year, wasn't able to make his shots. Um, uh, you can see the confidence was there because, you know, he was hitting step backs, you know, he was taking threes and they just weren't falling. And then by the end of the season, you know, he got his groove. He, he got out of that rookie, uh, you know, slump and he started hitting his shots. Um, another, another player that played really well over the season was Kai Bowman. Um, super athletic point guard. Uh, you know, he, he, there was a lot of dunks from him this year, so I like I like I like him coming off the bench. Uh, Damian Lee was another player that was really hooping. He had twelve. He averaged twelve this year, uh, coming off. Uh, I don't know if he was off the bench. He might have started, but you know, Damian Lee was a really good backup role player for us. Um, and then we have players like you know Marquise Chris and Eric Pascal. Uh, those two players showed out as soon as they got on the team, especially Eric Pascal, man. Uh, he got first team all rookie for a reason, you know, average 14 points. Um, and that's most of that is off of the bench. So for him as a rookie to come off the bench and be one of our, you know, main scorers, um, that's going to be pivotal for the Warriors next year. Um, 
if he's able to play that role again. Uh, you know, we need that six-man Andre Iguodala type role. Um, he's a player that can guard, you know, I, I want to say he can guard one through four. I don't know if he can guard the five, but, you know, uh, we'll see next year. He he has a lot of strength to him. Um, he bodies people that are bigger than him. And he'll, he'll also shoot if you leave him open. So, it's, you know, he's a hard player to defend. Um, and he was he was a rookie, too. Uh, but obviously him using all four of his years in college had him prepared for the NBA or more prepared, I should say, than other typical rookies who come in the league at 19. Um, with Golden State, there's uh, been a lot of trade rumors and we do have a lot of valuable assets to trade. Um, I don't want to see too many players traded because I want to see this team run it back with everybody healthy. Um, I think if everybody's healthy, we're easily dangerous. Um, the one thing I could say is that we do need somebody off the bench for us. Uh, if we could get someone off the bench, you know, um, like a veteran, a veteran off the bench, like a veteran center, Dwight Howard. Like I, I know Golden State's interested in Dwight Howard. And I hope they pull the trigger on that because he's shown that he could be, you know, uh, a, a role player, a good backup center. To, uh, and he showed that with the Lakers, you know. They had a bunch of talent. I mean, they had a lot more talent than, than Golden State had last year. So for Dwight Howard to, you know, be able to take a step back and just fit into that role, um, that's per that's someone that's perfect for Golden State. Uh, and, you know, he's a lob threat, obviously. He plays defense. He plays hard. plays tough. Like, Dwight Howard's a strong dude. So, anytime there's a center back there, you know, he's he's banging him down low, you know, like, pause. But, um, yeah, you know, uh, he's, he's, he's a good center. Uh, I, I really like Dwight Howard. I want to see him back – uh, either with LA or with, or I'd like to see him with Golden State. Um, another another player that I seen the Warriors are interested in is Bradley Beal, which would be an amazing person, an amazing player to get. He averaged thirty. He was snubbed for the All Star and All NBA team um, because, in my opinion, he he was either the best shooting guard or the second best shooting guard in the league last year. Because you do have James Harden, but Bradley Beal was on something else last year. I just watched his highlights like yesterday and that man was balling. He was dunking on everybody. He was shooting like Wizards have a really good player with Bradley Beal and I don't see them giving him up, but I can see them thinking Andrew Wiggins and a second pick is like, really good assets for them um, because then they could get, you know, someone like Anthony Edwards and have Andrew Wiggins at their three spot, you know. Um, but if they don't, I would like to see this team run it back. I want to see Andrew Wiggins flourish with the Splash Brothers um, because, you know, he's never had two shooters like that on his team. He had – he had Carl Anthony Towns. He had Zach Levine. He had, uh, he had Jimmy Butler and Derrick Rose at one point, but they're not Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. They're not like 
I love Derrick Rose and Jimmy, but they're not a threat on the three-point as much as Steph and Clay. Like, you're not going to leave Steph and Clay open on the three. You're just not. Like, you're going to double every time with Steph and Clay because if, if you don't, like, in, in my opinion, it's an easy bucket. And, you know, creating that space uh, for Steph and Clay or creating those open looks because of how deadly they are, Andrew Wiggins is just going to flourish with this team. Um, he's already gotten better defensively. He's averaging the most steals and blocks he's ever averaged um, when he went to Golden State. Uh, his playmaking surprised me. His passing was actually really crazy. Like, uh, that was something – that was part of his game that, you know, people said was lacking. And to me, it wasn't really lacking. Um at least when he got to Golden State, and I think that's due to, you know, um, him being in a championship environment with players that really boost his confidence instead of, you know, bringing him down. And I'm not going to say, you know, Jimmy Butler brought him down, but, you know, that environment when they were playing together was, like, pretty toxic. So, you know, Andrew Wiggins got a new start. And, you know, with his comparisons to Kobe Bryant early in, the in like, when he came into the league, um, I could really see those comparisons coming out with Golden State if he, you know, he stays true to, you know, his grind to to working out to being part of this championship team. Because, um, like, we we all know Andrew Wiggins can score, and it's just everything else in this game that we needed to see. Um, but another player that was great for us was Marquise Chris. Um, easy lob threat, you know, he's working on his three-point shot. If he's able to do that, you know, we space out the floor, uh, and that's just even more deadly for the Golden State Warriors. Um, I see Golden State as a top contending team next year. Um, you know, I don't see them – I don't see them struggling too much next year. Like, there's te- there's a lot of good teams, and they showed that they were good this year, but – Golden State is just too dangerous. Like, the, the, the coaching staff is top-notch coaching staff. The organization is top-notch from the, from the you know, the top down. And I think the one question is if Clay Thompson and Draymond Green can play to the potential we know they could play to. Because Draymond Green, I see so much, like, shit talking about Draymond Green, and it's just, like, people don't really understand his game. And they say, oh, triple single, like, do you know how hard it is for a player? Let let me look up Draymond Green's stats, because some of y'all be disrespecting the fuck out of him. Some of y'all, man, crazy. Like y'all, y'all don't even watch Golden State games and be talking out your, talking out your ass. Let's see. This man, Draymond Green. Like he doesn't average anything crazy, but as a power forward, to be able to average, you know, eight points, six rebounds, six assists. Like people think. What, like, is that supposed to be garbage or something? To me, that's pretty good. And he still averaged the same amount of steals. He averaged 1.4 steals. His blocks went down. But in 43 games, you're averaging 8, 6, and 6. Like, that's, like, 
you're contributing to the team. You know, he's a vocal leader. Um, he has a high basketball IQ, which a lot of people sleep on. I give him top five basketball IQ in the game right now. You know, they're like, I got LeBron, Rondo, Chris Paul, Draymond Green. And I, I don't know who else I would put in there. Maybe James Harden, but I don't know. But yeah, like, um, I think Warriors are a huge threat to anybody next year, especially if we get a, a good backup center, if Dwight Howard's on our team. If Lakers lose Dwight Howard and we get Dwight Howard, or if we sign DeMarcus Cousins again, because, yeah, I want to see DeMarcus Cousins back with the Warriors. His, his thing was too short with us. But you know, I see I see us competing. I see I see Golden State going at it with the Lakers. I see them going at it with the Clippers. Um, I see them going at it with Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn is going to be a real threat next year. If KD plays, if KD's back healthy, yeah, and like Kyrie, you know, isn't that toxic dude, and he's just you know focused on winning. Because I don't ever see Kyrie focus on on winning. That's not his thing. When did he ever talk about winning? He always talked about how bad his teammates are and how much he need help. But that's another episode for y'all. Um, uh, one thing I do want to say, though, is I, I don't see our whole team coming back. We might lose, like, two players, like Michael Mulder, maybe Kevon Looney. But if not... Yeah, our team our team is solid. Whether we lose or gain anybody, our team is solid. Um, and I'm excited to see what they bring next year. Um, the record, I'm going to predict Warriors at, let's see, it's a 72-game se- season. I'm going to say 50 and 22. I think Warriors win at least 50 games. At least 50 games. I can see that. We're, we're going to be a top team in the West. I want to say top three. Because uh, the only other... Mm, the only other three teams I can see beating us is the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Nuggets. I don't see the Rockets as a threat unless they get a center. They might be a threat, actually. They have a whole new... Uh, a whole. I don't know if they have a new GM, but they, they just signed a new coach. Um, so I don't know, but I'm, 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 I'm excited to see, um, but yeah, so this is going to be the end of this episode for Golden State. Um, I do want to come out with more episodes, um, all the other episodes, I'm going to shorten them a little bit, or they might be longer than this episode, because this one was just about Golden State. Um, I'm going to do like maybe 30, 45 minute episodes, talk 10, 15 minutes each about a team. Um, uh, that way we're not spending 30 weeks talking about uh, each team, you know. Um, yeah, I want to get that done before the next season starts. So that'll be coming for y'all. Um, again, thank you guys for listening to uh, Drafted Series. I'm your host, Roman Kokioko, and I am out today. Thank y'all.